0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio.
1: My voice, some way or another, picked that up, this physical voice, and they heard me say goodbye. And they were like, well, that's where I was when I said goodbye. I couldn't get it out fast enough, and I was already descended. And I went down into that place, and I did not lose consciousness, and I did not cease to exist. I was just as much a man as I am now. Now that was that's the real man and that's the man, Samuel, that came up.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series Spirit, Soul, and Body by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now... Here's Kenneth E. Hagin's classic message.
1: He said, I don't rightly know who you are, sir, but you're gonna to have to wait just a minute. I'm not quite ready yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and you know, we had a glorious reunion before he went home. You'd have thought he's going on a vacation. You would have thought he was going on a vacation. We got our grandchildren who are grown and married now, but the only grandchildren he had, only about eleven. And nine years of age, and without a tear, without a tear, he bid them goodbye. And he sat up in bed and laughed and talked. In fact, the doctor, one of the doctors on the case told me, he said, I'd never believed it. I, if another doctor told me, I wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> that a man in the shape and the condition he was in could come out of it and be clear that way. Be just as, as clear. He he gave me something, now you doctors could tell me, I guess. But I, 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 I guess I'd know the name if I heard it. But anyway, this doctor gave me a name, and he said he wasn't exactly dead, but he wasn't exactly alive. And I've never seen a person come out of it. And what I mean is, I've seen him, you know, partly revive or something and live a little longer, but he said, I mean just be as clear as a bell. And, and his intelligence, just as, his mind, just as clear as it could be. He said, I've never seen that. I said, I wouldn't have believed it if the other doctor on the case had told me. I wouldn't even believe him. I'd have thought maybe some way or another he, he must have been mistaken about it. But I said, I saw it myself. And so we just had a big time. You'd have thought he was fixing to go on a vacation the next day. Laughed and talked. Praised God. In fact, the superintendent of the hospital said, well, just take anybody in there you want to. He ought done been dead anyhow. We can't understand it. Said, just take all the family in there. Have 30 or 40 in there if you want to. He's a great big room. He's in it by himself. Said, just do whatever you want to do. It's a miracle that he's here. Just, just enjoy yourself. And we just enjoyed ourselves. <laughs> Glory. Glory. The next day, he went home. He went home. Now, 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 nobody can erase that from our minds. We were there. I said we were there. We were there. Then again, I know from my own individual experience. On the second, uh, m- many of you have heard it. You can get the track out there on the table. You can read it. On the, Actually, it was the twenty-second. I always said 21st, and I thought this, this th- Saturday was, but it's the 22nd. I looked at a calendar of 19... 19- and 33, it's the 22nd day of April of 1933, Saturday night at 7.30 o'clock in the south bedroom, 405 North College Street. Just as Grandpa's old clock on the mantelpiece struck 7.30, my heart stopped. And I felt the blood, as it, 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 the circulation, as it cut off way down to the end of my toes. My toes just seemed to go numb. And that numbness came up my, my feet, my ankles, my knees, my hips, my stomach, And when it hit me right in here, I just leaped out of my body. I leaped right out of my body. Just like a diver would leap off of a diving board into a swimming pool. When I leaped out of my body, I was conscious. I knew everything I know now. I was no less man than I was when I was in my body. The only thing was I could not contact people in the physical. I could not contact people in the physical. And when I leaped out of my body, then I began to descend. I went down, down, down. I've given testimony before, many of you have heard it. And and the further down I went, the dark it became. It was like as though I was going down in a cavern or a cave. Or down into a well. I could look back up and see the light above me, the light of the earth. And I had, the, I had it in my mind because I knew it was slipping to say to my grandmother, my brother, youngest brother, nine years of age, and my mother to tell them goodbye. And when I got that goodbye out, I was already descending down into that pit. And all three of them testified later. They said to me later, and I hadn't told them my experience. I told it after they said this. I say I told it after they said this. I didn't even tell them that experience till several years later. Uh, not then. But they said to me, you sounded, when you said goodbye, you sounded like you was away down in a well or something. My voice, some way or another, picked that up, this physical voice, and they heard me say goodbye. And they were right. well, I, that's where I was when I said goodbye. I couldn't get it out fast enough. And I was already descended. And I went down into that place, and I did not lose consciousness. And I did not cease to exist. And I was just as much a man as I am now. Now, that was, that's the real man, and that's the man, Samuel, that came up. And that's the man, this, this beggar man, that the angels, that, that was him that they carried away. Praise God. And that real man is the man that left when my dad in law died physically. And, and that was an angel. That was a spirit being up there There's waiting on him. Praise God. Tell him, come on. Come on. My sister said the other day, just before she went home, she said, well, I know God died. She said, I wish that her had come for me. She was up to the place that she was seeing over into two worlds. Or, or seeing two worlds. Back into this world and over into the next world. Hallelujah. Then, I know in my own case... On about the sixteenth day of August of nineteen hundred thirty three at one thirty in the afternoon. Now let me tell you something that uh, that I think will throw Bible light on some things. Thursday afternoon, at one thirty in the afternoon, in the month of August, There in the city of McKinney, Texas, in four five North College Street, the only difference the other happening was in the south bedroom, and this time they'd moved me to the north bedroom. I knew all the morning I was dying. You see, when you've been down there, you know it. I knew I was dying. And though we did not have, you know, way back there in 1933, you didn't have room air conditioners or central air in your house, all you had a little fan blow a little air around. The windows was up, you know, to try to get a little circulation. But it was a hot day in August, and it can get hot down in Texas, just like it can get hot here in Oklahoma sometime. And really, that day, to tell the truth about it, it finally got up to 106 degrees that day. Because uh, that was on back there, you know, when we had that dust bowl and that dryness, you know, for so long. And it'd get hot. And yet, though it was over 100 degrees at 130, and it got, as I said before, the afternoons out 106. At 1.30, or really at noon when they first did it, yet I was so cold, my feet were so cold, I guess because of poor circulation, until they took hot water bottles and put around my feet and my body tried to warm me up. And there was a cold, clammy sweat upon my brow. My, my brow felt just as cold as it could be. And at 1.30 I said to my little brother who, they wouldn't dare leave the room of the family without having somebody there with me. And so my brother nine years of age was standing, not sitting, standing right there by my bed. And I said, run, get mama quick. I'm dying. I want to tell her goodbye. And he run out of that room like a shot. I saw him when he run out of the room, a hollering just at the top of his voice, mama, mama, mama. And then I saw, for I was looking at the door, Mama come in the door. At about the time she came in the door to that room, I slipped out of my body. But this time, instead of going down, I went up. Instead of descended, I ascended. Mama came on into the room, took my hand in her hand. And she said to me afterwards, said, You had my hand in a death-like grip. But I couldn't tell her goodbye. I'd already left my body. A few moments before, I was fighting death with every ounce of energy and everything I could to stay in the body, to stay here. That's natural. But the moment... That death came, physical death came, and my spirit was released. There was a tranquility. There was a peace. There was an indescribable and an indefinable something. I I cannot describe it. Until if the Lord had said, Now I'm going to leave it up to you whether you come on home, come on to heaven, or you go back to the earth. I'd have said no a thousand times. No, I'll never go back. There was a brightness. There was a whiteness. That's whiter than the sun of glory. That's whiter than the sun shining on snow. And I just got a little peek over into the glory world. And I wanted to go on. I didn't want to come back. I got up about the top where the top of the house should be in my ass and stopped and looked back down in the room and saw my body on the bed, my mouth open, my eyes set in death. My mother's two over me with my hand in hers or her hand in mine, either way you want to say it. And I heard this voice speak from heaven. I didn't see anybody. I heard these words in the English language. It sounded like the voice of a man. I believe it to be Jesus. The voice said, He said, Go back, go back, go back to the earth. You can't come yet. Your work on earth is not done. And when those words were spoken, I descended. And I came back down, and it seemed to me that I just slipped back inside my body like a man who slipped his foot inside of his shoe in the morning time. When I got back inside my body, then I could contact Mama. I could talk to her. I said, Mama, I'm not going to die now. She thought I meant I'm not going to die now this minute, you know. I meant I'm not going to die now. I'm going to live and do whatever God called me to do. Well, no one can tell me that the inward man is not just as a real man as the outward man. Yea, even more real. For he is a spirit man. And he lives forever. He is an eternal one.
0: You're listening to Rema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Call now to get this month's special offer. The six CD series that you've been hearing today, Spirit, Soul and Body by Kenneth E. Hagen, plus the mini book, How You Can Be a Success in Life by Ken Hagen. Additionally, if you call today, we'll include the bonus paperback book, The Greater Glory by Ken Hagen. All three dynamic resources for just $39.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call one 888
1: November 7th through 9th. Wow, yes. My Call to Arms Conference. It is awesome. It's going to be awesome awesome. awesome. awesome, awesome, awesome. We've got nine different workshops, plus myself, Todd White, Andre Butler, Building Men of Character. Yes. Hey, uh, ladies, sign go, go there and, and sign your men
0: up. Get them here. It's going to be a great time. You, as my dad used to say, if you miss it, you're going to miss half of your life. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan Spirit, Soul, and Body. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.